welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Diane. And my name is Pete. Hello, everybody. We are back for another podcast. We are. Episode 34, I believe. <gasps> wow. Let's just check that and see. Yep, 34. Look at that. Excellent. We are just rolling right through rolling this. Rolling right through, yeah. Hey, so why don't we talk about what we did last week? What's new? What's new with us? Well, I was just uh, composing an email to my mom because... I think I need to get my sewing machine looked at mm. it. Um, so you work it by pushing on a foot pedal. And this week I was done using it and I still had it plugged in, but I had everything kind of put away. And all of a sudden it just started to run by itself without me pushing yeah. on the pedal. It was really creepy. It was cool though. It's, it's like totally like phantom something. ghost sewing. Yeah, it was something out of a ghost story. I liked it a lot though. So that I unplugged um, it. And left it for a while, and yeah. I tried to use it again a couple of days later, <clears throat> and it was worse. Um, is it was the foot pedal in both instances? Yes, because I think that's what it is. Oh, so do I, because I yeah. I had it plugged in. It was phantom going, and then I so there's a cord that goes from the wall, and then it splits off, and part of the cord goes to the foot pedal, and part of the cord goes to the sewing machine because you have to mm-hmm. power both. Okay. So when I have the cord into the wall, but unplugged from the foot pedal, the light on the sewing machine will turn on and off. Right. But it will no longer be phantom going. So right. I think there's a problem in the foot pedal to tell yep. the foot pedal that it's not being put, like not being pressed. Yeah, opposite of uh, mm-hmm. activated. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's totally what it so, is. So, yeah. That can be fixed. It can Someone be. Someone fixes that. I don't know who fixes that. Someone. Well, my mom's gone to a sewing machine repair place before, so I was just going to write her an email and say, can we go sometime, or can you take it for me? Because you have a car, and that thing's like 60 pounds, it feels like. Yeah, but can't you do just the pedal separately? Because it's definitely the pedal. Oh, maybe. Definitely the pedal. But that was was very amusing. We were just watching, I don't know, probably The Office on Netflix, and then all of a sudden, (laughs) in the distance, it's like, what? What is what is going on, honey? You're not like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. But that's got to yeah. be creepy too, because if you're sewing, yes. could it like activate on you while you're like working with it? Like, Possibly. That that's kind of dangerous, right? It is. But as I was speaking to my friend, um, there's kind of a piece that you use, and it's metal, and it's like a little foot with a space in the middle for where the needle goes. So you have to stick your finger under that foot piece right to actually have something impale your finger right so if you have everything not in the way then it should be fine yeah and so they're pretty safe generally yes you have to be cautious and the needle could break if it hits something hard like metal and the thing you're trying to sew but mostly common sense things i'm not sewing giant projects so it's normally okay Mm -hmm. it's kind of freaky Especially when you're on your own and you're like, nah. <laughs> it was, that was epic. I liked it a lot. Um, so yes. update with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about my workplace. We'll talk about the new guy. Because mm-hmm. I mentioned, I think, last week the new guy was coming in. So yes. we'll, just, we'll just call him Marsha. Um, so Marsha came in and, uh, well, first of all, he didn't show up on Monday. And that was kind of funny. That was we funny. Like, and you thought it was all his fault and that he was... Just not showing up on his first day of yeah. work. Like we've had some bad luck with new employees over the years. And it's like, oh, well, great. Now he didn't even come in. But 
uh, that actually was the agency didn't tell him he had the job. Which is awesome. Or, <laughs> yeah, it didn't communicate at all with him. And it was just like, that's, that's great. So he didn't know. Um, the last time he was at our studio, he, he did do a tour with us. Um, so I guess, yeah, that was his last communication is, is that he was on a short list and didn't even know he had the job. But yeah, he showed up on Tuesday morning. Um, he smelled very good, actually, I gotta say, I gotta point that out. Mm-hmm. It smelled good. Um, but it was funny because I'm usually one of the first people in the office. So, um, I knew there was going to be a period of time before, uh, the creative director came in who was going to train him um, for the graphics department. So um, he came in a little early, as he should, and so I came up to go to security, sign him into the building, get him a pass, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, hey, how's it going, Marsha? And he's like, oh, uh, what's your name? And it's like, that's fine. He doesn't remember me from the studio tour. That's whatever. Mm-hmm. He may met, have met a, he lot, met of a lot of people. No big deal. It's like, oh, yeah, my name's Pete. And then his immediate response is like, oh, yeah, you're the secretary. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not the secretary. I'm the, uh, the uh, multimedia designer. And, and I thought he would remember that because he specifically was like, oh, that's interesting. We're going to be good friends or something, he said, like in the tour. Mm. And I don't know why he said that. I was like, well, why do you think that? He's like, well, because you do cool stuff that I don't understand. Anyway, he's a very strange guy. He tries to make a lot of jokes, but they fall very flat, and sometimes they can seem very offensive to me. Um, so on our way down, I'm kind of trying to show him how to get to the studio, and then he called me Tony. Really? He, he didn't tell me that part. And I was like, what? No, my name's Pete. Like, I just said my name to you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now we're going to go into the studio. And then, so I got him to his seat, got him set up. I created an email account for him, and... I was telling him about how he needs to fill out his time and that he has seven and a half hours, like, mm-hmm. a day, half-hour lunches. You know, just going over the basics that all employees should know. And I've noticed in the past that my managers have not mentioned these things to their employees. Oh. And there has been an issue. Like, we have a guy who runs the mailroom who's been taking hour-long lunches since he was hired. Nice. But getting paid for only taking a half hour lunch Mm -hmm. and it's like it was never discussed and I overheard them like arguing about it and I was like wait a second why are you taking hour-long lunches like that's my contract it's like ah it's not in your contract so it's like I've heard all these things right Mm -hmm. it's like all right a new person needs to come in and they need to learn these things so I'm trying to teach Marsha this and uh I'm telling him about how he's supposed to like register his hours and that and he just kind of looks at me he's like "I I don't think I'm gonna do that great and it's just like he just didn't want to listen to anything I was trying to tell him how mm-hmm. to do. And I think at one point he was like, is coming in at some point? Like, where's like the boss? I think he asked me. And uh, so, yeah, I just, just was like, I don't know what this is, but mm-hmm. maybe he being a much older gentleman uh, did not respond to having a younger person in a senior role. That was my mm-hmm. initial thought. And I actually shared that with like some boss bosses and they didn't, they did not like hearing that. Mm. Um, but anyway, there, he came back in on Wednesday, um, more weird jokes. He liked to point out that he came in earlier than me and that I was late. I was like, thanks for <laughs> pointing that out. And can you mind your own business, Marsha? Like, <laughs> 
sorry, you know, mm-hmm. constructions and TTC has been really horrible recently. It's, it, mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, well, you were late. It was like, like he wanted to bring that up to the managers. It's just like, dude, what, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you're a junior designer on day two and you were trying to already, like, I don't know if you're just joking around or whatever, but uh, I was having a very hard time to get along with him. And yes. anytime he talked to me, I was just like, what? What are you talking about? Uh, whatever. Yes, there were rumblings of maybe him not fitting into your work environment. Yeah. Um, so by Thursday, he, he was like, oh, <laughs> he didn't come in on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wasn't even my decision. And I didn't really say anything to anyone other than it doesn't seem he responds to younger people. Um, which would be a problem because the creative director is going to be managing two sites. So I would be managing the site uh, in their absence. So it would be required to have them, you know, listen to some direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were finding, and the, the creative director was, I guess, who ultimately made the decision. But he was like, he's he made a comment one one time, I think was his real big downfall, is we're using like old version of Adobe because we're not going to upgrade to the subscription package because mm-hmm. it's too expensive or whatever yes. for our company, um, even though we're global and giant. But uh, he was like, I, I don't know, they're going over some procedure and he's like, wow, applications sure have changed. <laughs> And it was like he just like really showed his age there. Um, and it's like you can't keep up with stuff that's like eight years old. Like you've been doing this for who knows how long. Like we're running like old applications. And mm-hmm. he's like, wow, this stuff is like way advanced <laughs> from what I'm used to. And wow. it's like that's not a thing you say out loud, <laughs> Marsha. But yeah, he did. Um, that and uh, just doing like a simple job where a request came in and you open the file and send it to the printer um, after he did that he's like wow that was a lot of steps that seemed really involved and we're like that is like the easiest thing you could do so yeah he just was a little slow um, he had a ton of experience he had a great portfolio but uh, he did not seem I guess suited for our pace of work and our uh he group, just, group of people. Yeah, it didn't seem to fit into your work environment, which I often hear is something that you look for in someone that you're bringing in. When you already have a team of people that works very well together, yeah. you don't want to hire someone who's suddenly going to mess all that up. It's going to throw off all your productivity. Yeah, and I mean, I would like to hope or think that a lot of it had to do with our interaction because, I mean, people would hear it. Like, we were not getting along at all. Like, it was very visible. Mm-hmm. Whenever he would make his dumb joke, and I would just be like, what? What is wrong with you? And I was just, like, constantly getting upset. I was mm-hmm. just like, look, I have a lot of work to do. Can you just leave me alone, Marsha? Like, oh, well, I got to figure out how to do this. I'll figure it out real quick. Trust me. That was my second day. I mean, they didn't figure out how to do anything. It just took them too long. I don't know. Anyway, he's gone. Apparently... We're going to try out someone new next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess tomorrow. Yes. On Monday. Yes. Um, this is going to be the total opposite. Um, instead of a late 50s male, we're going to have a younger female. I'm guessing 35-ish based on her being out of school for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Does that sound about right? Um, you yeah. wouldn't know. You're still in school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I'm like, <laughs> define out of school. <laughs> when, did you, when did you graduate from Waterloo? Like, how long ago was that? You, you would have graduated from your undergrad program if it was four years at like 23, 22, 23. Okay, so she's probably uh, 33, 34, we'll mm-hmm. just guess. Um, uh, Asian lady, it's going to be so wonderful to have a girl, uh, a woman back in the workplace. We talked about this last episode. Mm-hmm. Because um, it is, it's gotten, it was so terrible. And, and, and even new Marsha this week was really getting into these male jokes. And I don't know, I've just, it was a hard week for me. I was just like getting so annoyed at everyone constantly. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, yeah, so it'll be nice to have uh, someone like that. And, and she doesn't have a ton of experience or even a great portfolio like, uh, like this dude ha- had. But she has the... Um, that uh, that certain oomph, that uh, the gusto or whatever they call it, where it's like I want to, I want to learn and I want to mm-hmm. do well. Um, I follow instructions very very clearly. She has a great attention to detail. Like she wrote thank you letters to everyone and like mentioned specific things mm-hmm. um, that were mentioned in the interview and remembered everyone's names. So it's like that's pretty cool. And the thank you cards she made herself. So there's definitely a sense of. Uh, spatial graphic design understanding, yes. which is very key, actually, for, for print design. So I don't think she has any web experience, so I don't think she can help me either, much like uh, the guy we had this week. But um, if she at least has that willingness to learn or, you know, will take notes or or when I show her something, won't just say, well, I don't think I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get along much better. So I'm excited about that. Are you? Would you like to have someone be able to help you with your web tasks? Yeah, to some degree. Um, I mean, the last the last girl we had was able to to do some of my stuff. Okay. Uh, on, on a limited basis, and yes. a limited basis is all you need to get started. Like I'm not expecting people to be able to build web applications yes. like I do. Yes. But just to be able to put together a, a splash page on a HTML page or Basically, same thing, make a uh, designed email, like code an email so that we can send it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, are very, very helpful skills um, where I work. Cool. And that's that. That's my workplace. Yes. How about you? Uh, my workplace? <laughs> oh, I feel like we should get into the topic. Oh, you want to no. get into the topic? Yeah. All right, let's get into the topic. What's new this week? We it's should- an election. Oh. <laughs> That's what's new this week. <laughs> I thought we just did what's new this week, but this ties into what we wanted to talk about today. Yeah. And you were mentioning your, you know, inappropriate <clears throat> jokes in the office. I thought that was a good segue yeah. into. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's hard to ignore and, uh, and it is, it is interesting. So there, so there was, yeah, the U.S. election was this week. Uh, tr- Trump apparently won. <laughs> it's, it's well, he did. Still, not apparently, he did. I win. know, but everyone's still like in denial or shock. I huh. still kind of am. Like it doesn't seem right, but I thought it'd be kind of interesting. It is. It's such huge news. Everyone's talking about it. I think some people are tired of talking about it, but it is. Uh, it is the news. It is the news this week, and it is the big, the big topic. And it's kind of interesting with us being Canadians. Like, how does this election mm-hmm. from our brothers down below just how does that affect us on mm-hmm. a daily basis so what are you, what are your reactions so far 
Um, initial, I think I woke up like everyone. I went to bed uh, Tuesday night, kind of. Everything was still neck and neck and nothing had really been determined. Mm-hmm. And everyone was still in the mindset that Hillary Clinton was going to pull away with this. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people were thinking was going to happen. Like when it actually came time from Amer- for Americans to vote, they would pick Hillary Clinton over Donald Trump. Yeah, but even when the voting process was happening, and yes. we were watching it go like 48 to 54, yes. 50, 50, 50, 42, yeah, 50, climb slowly. And it was just like, yeah, and it was like bouncing back and forth. And you couldn't really determine anything because it was such a small number leading up to that 270 or whatever that yeah, magic number was. Yeah, but even when that was happening, I felt like when I'm watching a movie where I kind of know what the ending is going to be, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, it's just, uh, it's kind of swerving to one direction, but it's going to... It's going to swerve the other way. Mm -hmm. I know the ending's going to be Clinton. Yes. But Um, then I woke up Wednesday morning and went to cbc.ca and plastered on the front page is Trump is elected president. And you're like, what? (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to say is that this apparently elected because it's still, this is many days later now, but it's still like, how did that really happen? Because this, this is, uh, like, they made jokes about when Ronald Reagan was uh, voted as a president because he used to be an actor. Like, he uh-huh. was just uh, he was a showbiz guy. Uh-huh. Um, it made him very good at speaking and very comfortable and all that. But despite all of that, he was never as much of a spectacle as this Trump guy is who's, I mean, he's basically a celebrity. Like, it's hard to imagine the president of the United States was on a TV show where he would just fire people. Like, that's what he was known for before. Or for being a billionaire who has hotels and stuff. Like, what? how does this qualify you for a leader of the country? Like, I don't, I still don't get it. It just, like, is this mm-hmm. a joke? Like, why, why did you make it this far? And I do remember early in his race, it's like, oh, well, that's ha-ha, funny, funny. Yeah, sure, he's, he's just going to try to go into this thing. Mm-hmm. And I know he has money, so he can blow some money on this and join the race. But, you know, it'll eventually fade away. And then here we are. End game. He's here. Yep. I don't know. It's weird. I don't believe it. It just doesn't seem real. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It was just kind of. And you sit there and you go through the day thinking about it. And you hear other people kind of maybe list their reactions And you're just kind of like quietly going through this period of mourning where you're kind of like disappointed and sad and then like angry (laughs) and kind of all these emotions all together. And I remember, so I put on one of my favorite podcasts is Stuff Mom Never Told You. Yes. They're obviously very pro-woman, pro-gender issues, pro-LGTBQ. Yes. And they did a podcast the Wednesday after, and it was, they are usually very chatty. Yeah, their voices sounded so different. And they sounded as if they'd, like, been, like, in serious accidents and just sounded so defeated. Yeah. So defeated. And they were, like, talking slower, and it's just, like... And quietly. I don't... And they were upset. And they're usually so well-spoken. Like, they have, like, so many facts and so many thoughts, and, and, and it's just, like, I... I don't really know. <laughs> they were dumbfounded. What, what, what are we, what are we doing? I think that's when it really like hit me what this could all mean. 
I guess. There's actually something I'd like to share with you. Mm-hmm. So when you, in that podcast, mm-hmm. one of the fun things was, and I assume it's in America, you said it was like Texas or something they record? They're in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, Atlanta. So they are in the South, but it's a yeah. very like urban center. But one of the things they mentioned was, well, I guess we're going to move to Canada. And that has become almost like a meme now. Mm-hmm. There's so many Americans that are like, well, I guess we're just going to move to Canada now. Yes, or no. Toronto or Our whatever. immigration website crashed and yada, yada. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting because I even have a list of like celebrities who said that they would move from their country mm-hmm. and where they would go Okay. if Trump won. Okay. So would you like to hear that? I thought sure. it would be kind of, <clears throat> kind of fun. Um, so the first one I have listed is Miley Cyrus, who is kind of pointless. Um, and she didn't give a specific destination, but her quote is, my heart is broken into 100,000 pieces. I'm moving if this is my president. I don't say things I don't mean, she wrote an Instagram post. Hmm. So that makes it really official because it's Instagram, (laughs) and she doesn't say things she doesn't mean. So I wonder where she'll move to. Hmm. Uh, That's the other thing is how many of these guys are actually going to do it. Um, I have Sam L. Jackson. Mm -hmm. Says he's going to go to South Africa. His quote is, He's just running for popularity. Come on, just let it go. And he said this on The View. Okay. Um, I doubt he's going to move to South Africa, but we'll see. Nev Campbell, she mm-hmm. was in uh, Party of Five, a couple movies, Wild Things, way before your time. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't really know her. I recognize the name. Uh, and she said she would go to Canada. Okay. His honesty is terrifying, she said to the Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. Uh, share. This mm-hmm. is a good one. If he were to be elected, I'm moving to Jupiter. <laughs> that is committed. <laughs> That's how bad it would be, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, even more awesome, Brian Cranston says he'd go to Canada. Excellent. We'll take Brian Cranston. Yeah. He can he can shoot movies and TV shows here. Yeah. He's got lots of good film stuff. That's true. He probably spends so much time here anyway. Mm-hmm. Generally, so much filming is done in Canada now that Breaking Bad's over. Uh, Chelsea Handler said she'd go to Spain. I did mm. buy a house in another country just in case. Oh, good. So all of these people that threaten to leave the country and then don't, I will leave the country, she said. Because huh. she has a house, I guess. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Barbara Streisand, mm. Australia or Canada. Oh. Another vote for us. Okay. He has no facts. I don't know. I can't believe it. I'm either coming to your country, Australia, if you'll let me in, or Canada, which she said to an Australian journalist. I see. Apparently, Amy Schumer would like to go to Spain as well. Oh, yes. I will need to learn to speak Spanish because I will move to Spain or somewhere. It's beyond my comprehension Comprehension if Trump won. Mm. It's too crazy. Uh, Al Sharpton. <laughs> Who's Al Sharpton? Uh, he's, I, he's uh, I believe, uh, uh, in the news uh, media. Oh, okay. Um, if Donald Trump is the nominee, I'm open to support anyone. Oh, maybe he's a politician. Uh, while I'm also reserving my ticket out of here if he wins. So his destination is out of here. Not very specific. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know this person. Natasha Ly- Lyon? L-Y-A-O-N-N-E? L-Y-A-O. Oh, she's uh, from Orange is the New Black. Oh, okay, great. Yes. Um, her her destination is a mental hospital. I'll move to a mental hospital for a while because you're like, why is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> John Stewart, another planet. 
uh, Lena Dunham. Don't know her, but she oh. wants to go to Vancouver. She's a big, uh, she wrote that show called Girls. Oh, okay. And she's a big comedian. Okay. Yeah. And Chloe Savigny, who I believe was in uh, a bunch of movies I like. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Mindy Project. Is going to go to Nova Scotia. So another can- Canada. Oh. That's a good spot. Uh, wow, there's a lot of them. Whoopi Goldberg wants to move, unspecified. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Lopez is going to go to Mexico. I guess that makes sense. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm. Supreme Court judge. New Zealand. Really? That's pretty far. That is. And oh, I hope she stays. We need her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's kind of interesting that, you know, even celebrities who are kind of in the same class as Trump in a way, like they're not, they're not really politicians. They're, and they're not really like, I don't want to say this in a mean way. They're not like the knowledge base. They're not really someone who really understands politics. And they're usually, they're just like popular people that uh, Americans like to watch and listen and, and, and get enjoyment out of, but even they're freaked out by. They could understand politics. It depends how involved they are. And yeah, how. but they're not like they're not going to be politicians. They're not politicians, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, they're not politicians themselves. Just no. like Trump is not a politician to me. Like he's well, he is now. Yeah, apparently <laughs> he's just like he's like I don't know. He's like a celebrity to me. Like it just doesn't make sense. A B level celebrity who was yeah. just in a reality show and now yeah, a reality show person is now running their country. It's great, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. I don't know what's going to happen. It's definitely going to make the next four years interesting. Um, Already huge protests, always. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder how bad it'll be in January when it's like officially sworn in. Hmm. Because people are emotional right now, but technically none of these gears are in motion. Um, Nothing's happening yet. It's just day to day it's true i really yes it's just very disheartening that someone who can campaign on such messages that he campaigned on Mm -hmm. would be elected i mean maybe he was you know you could make the argument that maybe he was just trying to say what people wanted to hear Mm -hmm. and really it might not be that bad and I'm like, but but people voted on what he was saying, yeah, <laughs> which is probably the most disturbing part of it. Yeah, I don't actually. I don't think he was saying what people wanted to hear. I think he was just saying whatever he felt like saying, and that's mm-hmm. what's even more surprising, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of the things he did say was racist or sexist or just horribly uh, not politically correct. And I don't know if people are just so refreshed to have someone just speak their mind even in a rude way that they're like that's what we want to see with their president i don't know why they want that to be their president but maybe they're just looking for more honesty maybe their government has just been so full of secrecy with you know 9-11 and whatever all presidential things and FBI this and whatever maybe they would just love to have someone just who gets up to the microphone and says how it is like yeah we're in war we're we're fighting these guys <laughs> this is why we're doing it because we hate them and that's it it's that simple yeah we're fighting Saddam not because we think there's uh weapons of mass destruction there it's just like no I'm settling my daddy's score 
you know, just mm-hmm. be more transparent maybe with the audience. Maybe that's what hit it for them, but it does scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching some videos earlier today and there was stuff from like the campaign in 2015, so already a long time ago. And there was a quote where it was like, I like war, is what Trump says. Great. As long as we win. (laughs) Generally seems his opinion on anything. I'm cool with this election as long as I win. (laughs) Yeah. But like, that's like a scary statement too. But then it's also kind of interesting because it, you know, brings up ideas of Vietnam and all these wars that are pointless, but... Having someone in that position who who likes who says he quoted "I like war" can now just start some wars. I guess I don't know. It's weird. I'm curious to see what role the first lady will play as well, <laughs> because Michelle point. Obama yes. is a lawyer, yeah, and very intelligent woman. Uh, and she, you know, instituted, you know, some programs to promote physical activity. Mm-hmm. Um, she was always, you know, very supportive. Great role model. Great too. role model to women. Mm-hmm. Um, had a lot of great speeches yeah. along those lines. And I just don't know a lot about Donald Trump's current wife, except that I think she was a model. Yeah. Well, she might get replaced, too, when she gets too old. That's what happens with Trump as well. Well, and I just... Yeah, I don't know what what her thoughts are, what role she's going to play. In Just all probably of this. silently nodding to whatever he says. Probably, but it's such a when you're first lady, it's such a prominent role. Like you could yeah. really do something with that. And yeah. it's just unfortunate that that. I don't know. We'll see. No, I'm just curious um, how long this will last. I think it'll be a very different presidency. It does remind me a lot of when uh, the election between Gore and uh, Bush. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I, I remember at that time even, it was like, how the heck did they elect this Bush guy? Like, it just didn't make any sense. Like, this Gore guy seemed way smarter. He was well more, way better spoken. Um, he had some great ideas, specifically with environment and, mm-hmm. you know, fixing their country. And then you just have this guy who comes in and is like, hey, the South, the South, it's all about the South, don't don't tell me what to do. And then he was voted. And then it shocked me even more when he was just fumbling and, and doing stupid things constantly, and then you get reelected. And those are really, really dark periods for uh, the states, which put them back in, like, in, in debt and in uh, social, like, intelligence. Like, their their country lost a lot of cred internationally when Bush was president. Mm-hmm. You don't think much about this because previously the states used to be like a leader in many ways, mm-hmm. like a leader in education, a leader in uh, culture even, a leader in, oh, there's just so many things. It's, and it's hard to really remember that because the Bush government destroyed a lot of that. It kind of made them a laughing stock, And uh, it took two terms of Obama to kind of, turn things around, but mm-hmm. at the same time, they still have that stigma. And I think they're just going to go right back into that Bush-style administration, but it's going to be... This is going to be terrible for them as a country. Like, how other countries think of the United States. It's going to be way worse. 
<laughs> you have nothing to say. You're you're, nope. you're broken now. Which is why I was like, <sighs> I get it that we want to like have this as a capsule in our podcast. You didn't want to talk about it. I am out of out of things to say about no. it. Really? Yeah. Well, I am fascinated. So. I'm very fascinated about what will happen, but I don't see how this could ever be a good thing. And I can only see it having repercussions. Like I said, that will just ruin their country's image. I know that sounds kind of superficial, but in the grander political scheme, like the U.S. has lost a lot of cred as a world leader, and they're going to continue to if they elect total morons in, into their uh, parliament. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's kind of nice to hear everyone saying they want to come to Canada, right? Like they're yes, looking please. at Trudeau and going, hey, look, this guy's doing stuff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's take that out of we it. We don't have giant immigration bans. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll get a lot of Americans now. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, what, see what happens. All right. You're totally broken. Let's change the subject. <laughs> so that's what's going on now with politics. Yeah, this is our current we week. We will see. We will see mm-hmm. what will happen with this. I am, mm-hmm. I am like sadly curious about how destructive this is. Like it's, it's a lot like uh, I was talking about last time on our last podcast, where it's like all these weird changes are going on at work. It's frustrating. It's disappointing. They got rid of like some really good employees, but it's also simultaneously kind of amusing to watch all of the people in power figure out how the heck to make this work. And I think the uh, American uh, <laughs> politics are going to be the same way uh, next year. So we'll see. I mean, one of the other things, put this to heart, is Obama came in and he wanted to make a lot of changes. Yes. And the way the political system was set up in the States is he was not able to do a lot of things. And he was trying to do good things. So... Yes. I can only hope, really, really hoping, that uh, when Trump comes in and announces something really ridiculous, like, hey, we're going to build a wall over Mexico, Uh that all the political guys, the ones who really assess control, just go, yeah, we're not going to do that. (laughs) And then he has to go in front of the cameras and say, the political system is broken because... No one lets you do anything. I wanted to build a wall, and they wouldn't let me. And then that's it. Yes. Nothing will get done, and I did, four years will pass. I did read an article where they listed all of the things that Donald Trump said and how some would be kind of kiboshed yeah. <laughs> just for, you expense. know, expense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of expense mainly, and, yeah, how that would affect the country mm. as as a whole, but it is a Republican president and a Republican Senate, so they do have a lot of power. Well, all these uh, celebrities will move to Canada, uh-huh. and while that happens, you mm-hmm. have a trip to Brazil. I do have a trip pending visa approval, but I'm going to go tomorrow and deal with that. But I have a plane ticket now. Um, have a plane ticket, so leaving in November for about two, two and a half weeks. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah. Everyone come and keep Pete company. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm starting to, you know, now I can, now I feel like I can start to think about things a little bit more deeply and, 
you know, figure out how this is all going to work out logistically and think about things like, I don't know where I'm staying yet. So that's a question up in the air. Um, but also like, what am I going to do for laundry? <laughs> yeah. I can't take, well, I guess I could. Or I can't snacks. Take snacks, like. Dinner, breakfast. I, yeah. And I need to eat every like four hours, which most people aren't on that kind of schedule. Yeah. So I just have to change my eating habits a little bit, but also adjust. It's a new place. So I will. It's also, you know, different food, which will probably be really good. Um, Mm. but it's just different things and you're just kind of, I am not one that is, um, super, super comfortable going somewhere completely foreign and adventurous. Yes. And it's nice that I know people there and they will take very good care of me. Um, but yeah, that's just not something that I enjoy jumping into. I know this will be really good for me. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, parts of me are just like, okay. And I'm looking at my itinerary. And I'm like, okay, I have to go to, I fly to Washington, D.C. And then I have to get my bags. And then I have to find the airplane that gets me to Sao Paulo. And mm-hmm. then I am in an airport that is probably completely Portuguese. And I have to get to this smaller town yeah. via airplane, mm-hmm. which should all be fine. And I, I can read, I can read signs and I'm, um, fluent in French and all those Latin languages have words that are very similar roots. Yeah. But still have gates, right? Like our numbers, like yeah. for where you're supposed to go. Yeah. Yeah. Numbers are like, numbers are universal. Right? Yeah. Numbers are universal. Um, yeah, well, we'll see. My, <laughs> I still feel like also airports would be the one place where if you went to get help, they would have someone who would speak English. Yes. However, my supervisor recently told me that he was in an airport and they do not speak English very well. Oh, <laughs> He was well, like, it's very mind. surprising that the, you would have these people working in an area where you're going to encounter folks that do not speak your native Portuguese well, language. The, okay. One good news then is if you have a terrible time there, we can bash them <laughs> relentlessly on our <laughs> podcast because they'll never hear it or understand it. So... Well, plan for that. I don't think that will be the case. It would just be <laughs> a really big adventure, I think. And I should come out of it completely unscathed, but I'm sure there will be stories. Hmm. I hope there's stories. I want to have yeah, lots very of stuff to podcast on when we come back. Yeah. All right. Um, so just some things to uh, sort out there. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a puppy when you leave and I will send you photos <laughs> of how cute it is every day and you'll be... <laughs> It'll be a twist. It'll be like, you won't be the one sending me cool photos. And I'll be like, oh, I wish I was there. And I'll be like, oh, I wish I was home. That cute puppy. Yeah, my friend has dogs. So <laughs> <laughs> one's a little dog and one's a, um, like a border collie. So. Oh, cute. And then apparently the um, lab supervisor there also has dogs. But those dogs are crazy. Mm. So crazy. that like, could be fun. They'll just jump excitable. all over you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Not I think like my murderous. my supervisor was staying with him and he's like, everyone was having a little afternoon nap and I wanted a snack. So I go and walk into the kitchen and this dog comes barking and comes at me <laughs> and starts biting my shorts and I didn't oh. know what to do and woke the whole house up. <laughs> wow. The owner had to come and calm the dog down. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> well, take care of yourself. You're a small person. A yeah, dog could just destroy you. <laughs> or I'll be like, I don't know. Maybe we'll be best friends. I hope so. <laughs> Ooh, now I'm scared. <laughs> That's fine. Ooh, Friendly, right. just really excited, kind of like our niece. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's pretty good. So we still have at least 
a couple more episodes before that happens, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, let's wrap this one up. We'll have more news maybe next time. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you'll have a visa. That would be excellent. Um, yeah. So, like always, I'll just say, hey, if you have any uh, questions, comments, ideas for a podcast, send us an email, ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com. Um, yes. And I was going to say also, if you have any like tips for traveling to Brazil, yeah. shoot them my way. She would, she would love that. That would be awesome. I'm definitely going to be asking a million questions to my friend in Brazil to get an idea of things. Um, and you can always check out our website to, uh, ordinaryday.ca. Have a listen to all our delightful episodes. Cool. I will, I will be more chatty next time. I promise. <laughs> I'm still reeling. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor thing. Cool. And, uh, please check out fieldprocessor.com for the music and music at the beginning and ending of our podcast. Provided by that. Great. Mm-hmm. All right. So until next time. Take one more for the road.